They lob it into Butler, poked away by James, taken by Caruso. Five seconds to go, Caruso to James. James back to Caruso, puts up a two-pointer, no good, and the Heat hold on. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Saturday night, Heat hang on against the Lakers despite scoring only 15 points in the fourth quarter. 96-94 to winners on Saturday night. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. We're on Twitter at BetQL Daily. It's uh, Joe Ostrowski and Adam Burke today. And our guest, Joey Kanish at Joey Kanish 22. He's a professional sports better. And Kanish, let's start here. Uh, you're a man that's known uh, to go against the grain. So is part of just your brand being a uh, pro Shams and anti-Woj guy? Well, I mean, listen, the Shams, the Shams with the dunk last night. You can't, <laughs> I got to give credit where credit's due, man. He threw it down on him. Woj saying, oh, no, they're not going to name a coach tonight. Five minutes later, Shams has the coach. It was incredible. It was a I let him like to see the little guy get the, you know, the, the come up the upstart, get a little dub there when, you know, Woj is usually the one breaking it. Shams, you know, with a little bit of his own sauce last night. <laughs> it, it, it takes us a minute there to kind of have something to say after that because I, I can't disagree with you, Joey. I, I just, I can't. I thought it was, uh, the, the timing was epic for sure. Oh, yeah, fantastic. I mean, listen, Sam, Sam, I remember there's been plenty of drafts and stuff where, you know, Sam, Sam's and Woj has just been, you know, dragging his, uh, you know, his swag all over Sam's, but it was nice to see him get a little, uh, a little dub last. Now, don't get me wrong. Woj is still, he's still mate. So he's still the goat. He's still, you know, Tom Brady, but it was nice to see Sam get his own uh, big dub last night. Uh, Kanish, I know you were on cloud nine yesterday uh, with the Michigan Wolverines of victory yesterday. Uh, Tell us about your Wolverines because all year it's about teams one and two and hey, the Big Ten's great, but they don't have any teams as good as Gonzaga or Baylor. Uh, Michigan right now, the clear cut third uh, team, meaning uh, they're locked into a number one for the time being. Well, Joey, you know, I've got to disagree with you, buddy, because they're in the number two slot, baby. You can take that Baylor <laughs> off and that, that crap schedule they play and throw that out because you give me Michigan and Baylor on a neutral, I'll take the Wolverines all day. I, I tell you, my biggest regret this year, biggest regret is not pulling a trigger on an early Michigan future. I, I thought it would take Howard another year to get the players in. He had the big recruiting class next year. What he's done with, uh, with this team in, in one year is, is insane. Like, you, you, you talk, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say, I like, I, whatever, it, it's run radio, so we'll do hyperbole. I think you could be like, he stays in college with, with what he's done this year and, and the charisma he has and the recruiting. You could be looking at, at, at like, uh, and you know what, I'll just say that like, you'd be looking at like an, uh, uh, just an all time college coach. He, he just, it's like kids love him. He's going to recruit. He can coach. Uh, he's got the Michigan brand behind him. He's building something special there, man. Yesterday, uh, for my money, best college basketball game of the season. And I have no problem telling, you know, you know, criticizing college, regular season college basketball that it might not be the greatest product all the time. But last yesterday's game, absolutely fantastic. Um, and I think, listen, I still think the Zags are number one, no doubt. Uh, but for my money, you give me Michigan over anybody else in the country outside of Gonzaga. 
I have to ask real quickly as an Ohio State fan, how does it feel that Michigan's now a basketball school because it's nowhere near being a football school? <laughs> I can tell you. I, just, listen, I actually bet. My dad walked me yesterday. He goes, I want to bet on Michigan. I got them all logged in. You know, oh, uh, we bet on Michigan. We had a little Michigan bet together. After the win, you're sitting there like, I got some Michigan buddies. You're like in this like twilight of like, I'm usually used to so much pain in this rivalry. Like, I, we just, not only do we win, I back the team. We want some money. Like, what is this? I, I feel good. Like, what? Oh, my goodness. You know, so, hey, uh, hey, it's a basketball school, baby. You know, uh, one, one, hopefully um, uh, maybe at some point uh, by 2050, we can uh, have a couple of dubs over Ohio State on the football field. But for right now, uh, We'll, we'll take the hardwood, and it was nice to actually get the, a win in this rivalry uh, outside of uh, getting, you know, smashed by 30 every year on the football gridiron. It's BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Adam Burke, our guest, Joey Kanish at Joey Kanish 22 a professional sports better. Uh, you find him very popular in, in Twitter's verse. I, I love it when you have stories about your dad betting because you make it sound like uh he's worse than ben the better like it, it, has he ever gone has he ever gone against uh one of the michigan teams and h- how is his strike rate over the years no 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 he, he's the guy who like just he's the, like the old good square guy who he's betting on his teams like he's gonna bet yeah they like he would do bowl pools in the past with the football college with, and just bet Big Ten teams. Like, he's the guy who's betting his team. It doesn't matter the number. It doesn't matter the price. He's betting his teams. Uh, and, yes, I, granted, I, I pre- the man got me into sports betting at a very young age and, you know, started uh, started the career, got the passion. Um, but let's just say if you've been tailing him over the last few decades, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you might be, uh, you, you know, you you got a bunch of free playing comps at the casino, the sports books. I'll tell you that. As long as he doesn't mush Bitcoin, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you <laughs> the man barely knows how to turn on a computer. So if I, if I, if he, we got him on here and talked with Bitcoin. You think, you know, like an alien was coming or something. So I think we're safe with him uh, not getting in the crypto space. What about the NBA? You know, we just talked about a, a big win for Michigan, a team that you think is the number two overall seed in the country here. Uh, sort of taking a look at the Lakers and the Nets, who, you know, appear to be the top two teams in their respective conferences, at least in the minds of a lot of people. What do you think? I mean, is it the Nets and Lakers that are kind of on a crash course here? I, I tell you what, you know, I this is this is one of my – we got the, – the, the day the Harden trade is happening, it, early in the morning, like, it looks like he's going to Philly, right? So I run downtown. I place a really big Philly future uh, oh. on the head, like eight to one Eastern Conference. All the stuff he's getting hard, he ends up going to Brooklyn. Now, at first, you were thinking, like, it's taking some time to mush. They're giving up a ton of points on defense. I, I got to tell you, though, like, I, I, the last couple games, even without KD, um, I, I, I think if I, I was talking with some, you know, NBA uh, sharp guys last night, uh, you know, maybe uh, the, the sports cheetah, some people might know. Uh, I, I think it's a wrap. Like the Eastern Conference, yeah. I don't, the Bucks look disappointing. The Celtics haven't been on the wrap. Um, I don't know, you know, from a Lakers Nets perspective, uh, we would, as far as, you know, if LeBron and AD are healthy, obviously I think they're a better defend, much better defensive team. Um, but in the Eastern Conference, uh, we were deba- debating just taking Nets at plus money. There was some plus 140 still. Um, 
I mean, this team's been rolling without KD healthy. With him back, uh, and it's more so just the rest of the conference looks very mediocre. And I like Philly. I, I like Philly, but they need to they need a move. They're like the only way it's a series in the East is if they make a move. I don't know what move they got. I don't know who they're going to go get. Um, but they need to make a move if they want to compete with the Nets. Otherwise, I. I, I it, there's nobody in this conference um, that, that they just compete with the tail level. It's just not going to happen. They got a couple of buyout guys. Now they got Roberson. They're going to get another buyout guy. I think the East is a wrap, to be honest with you. And, and this is from a guy who's got a lot of money on Philly. So uh, uh, the bottom line is I, I, I don't I don't see the competition in the East for Brooklyn. Yeah, Kanish, I was looking at that this morning, seeing the Nets at plus 140. It's like, okay, I, I do you want to lock up some money? Because it's, it feels like that's a really strong play right now. Uh, rather, Brooklyn at plus 140 uh, to win the Eastern Conference. It, it, feel like the, it felt like the doubters, the last thing already, and it's been 18 games since the trade, but the last thing they were holding on to was, okay, well, I don't know that they're going to make it all the way to the NBA Finals with this defense. The offense is so good, and they, like you mentioned, they don't even have KD right now. The offense is so good, I don't think it matters. I, I totally agree with you. I, I think KD can help them. Also, you get uh, you know, you know, get into the playoffs, and some of these guys who are by no means known uh, as significant players on the defensive end, whether it be Harden, whether it be Kyrie, whether it be Joe Harris, I, I think you get that extra little layer of effort where they're never going to be a great defensive team. Um, but as long as it's passable, the offense is so good. It's not going to matter. There's just nobody that can score with them in the conference. So, and I agree. Like it, I think the days of them being plus money, especially once KD gets back here in the next uh, probably week or so, the days of them being plus money to win the East are, are probably uh, not not long for for the markets. I would say so. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to grab some of that today myself. And I would say if if you don't have a folio yet of any uh, NBA futures, Eastern Conference futures, um, uh, and don't mind the hold, uh, I think that's that's one that's that's a real nice add because they're going to be heavy chalk in in every series they'll play. Joey, we've got six games tonight. Anything you've been making money on here recently in the NBA or anything that you're looking at for tonight's action? Well, I'll tell you what I didn't make money on last week, and that was the NBA injury drops uh, that, that that moved the line, uh, you know, in some cases last week, four, six, seven points um, to then come back. Uh, and so I was – listen, uh, and you know what? I got burned on it last week, but, but you still keep going to the well. There's so much – rotation change and players being out and, you know, like contract breaks. I mean, Steph Curry, last week they had to get Steph Curry over the weekend and the Hornets um, didn't start. Nobody knew what was going on until Shams tweeted, well, the game's five minutes in uh, and then Curry's out and he's not feeling well. And so then you're you know, rushing to live bad Hornets uh, as, as the game had already started because people weren't adjusting. So, for, for me, from, you know, obviously, uh, if you're not, you know, a high-level model or any of that, the, the NBA, from a numerical standpoint, is going to be, be very tough to beat. Um, the, 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 the edge that I would say for your, for your normal portion of your uh, guy that's more of uh, a qualitative uh, better is to be on top of be on top of the – whether it be the injury news, whether it be the drops, whether – if you've got notifications on uh, for all the guys, you know, the big guys in the NBA – you can catch a few places sleeping or, uh, you know, even on the prop, if, if, even if it's not, you know, a major level player, uh, if it's a starter, 
uh, for one of these guys, you can get it's going to affect the other guys uh, in terms of the props. So there's always uh, ways to be on top of it. Uh, last week, obviously, there was a couple of major announcements with Kawhi and BG that, that ended up burning me pretty good. Um, but more often than not, you're going to come out ahead uh, if you're staying on top of, uh, you know, all the, the fantasy labs or whatever you want to use to be on top of the, the injury or who's playing stuff. Uh, it's a real edge in the NBA right now. Yeah, Fantasy Labs NBA account is probably the best one if uh, you're betting Agreed. the NBA to, to make sure that you have alerts for that one. Uh, no doubt uh, there, Joey Kanish. Uh, Kanish, it, it's tough to get a gauge sometimes on Twitter uh, to your true opinions because you like to mix it up. You like to troll people. And it, it felt for a while like you were trolling the top shot people but now maybe you're open to the idea of these uh digital assets having some sort of a value what's the real opinion on top shot i and you know so i, I some of it was that I, I i know some of the these these guys that you know got into it real early a lot of them are, are friends with each other they're really mm-hmm. softening it up and pumping and from <laughs> it you know they're, they're giving it a bump and everything and but from if I take that out and I look at it unbiased, um, you know, digital assets, whether it be cryptocurrency uh, or, or NFTs or that, is is a real. I mean, it's a real boom right now. There's no denying that it, it is. Um, it, it just there's it, look. It's bottom line economic supply demand. There's a ton of demand for it, um, and uh, the prices have been going. And the bottom line, it, it's you've seen. Not only just uh, the top shots in that, uh, but a number of digital assets really, really, you know, skyrocketing here in 2021. And I, you just, this makes more sense to me from a logical standpoint than, than Bitcoin did on the front end years ago. Of it's, you could see it being the next trading card. Our kids are so attached to their phone these days. Would they rather have a moment and a some you know a highlight to be able to show their friends than a physical card on their phone? Like the, the NBA's in on it; it's licensed. The players are behind it. You know, you you look at old card stuff, and it was kind of like a it never felt like players themselves were were big into cards. Uh, you know, it was more of a collector's item. And now you see players really they're opening packs on Twitch and stuff. So I think it's going to keep you know again. I, I, not to tell anybody here to go, you know, empty their savings account, buy a bunch of top shots, but I think it's early enough um, to get in on, on kind of the, the initial surge. And I think you'll see this go to the NHL, to the NFL, um, and to like, you know, digital cards and moments. And this, this could be kind of a, a new thing that's probably here for the long haul. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm leaning that way. It, 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 sometimes we have to take a step back. Like we, because of our jobs and because we're digging for information, we may be attached to Twitter all the time, but there are a lot of NBA fans that are not hanging out on Twitter and have never heard about some of this stuff. So I find it right. fascinating Agreed. at, at Joey Kanish 22 on Twitter, Joey Kanish pro sports better. Make sure you're following him there. Thanks Kanish. Have a good one guys. Good stuff there from Kanish. Uh, Burke, are you in at all? I, I like I mentioned earlier. I I'm not, but it feels like now everybody's in on this, and, and I'm waiting for the bubble to burst. That's just uh, my negative thought there. 